The laughter of a child can really bring joy to one's heart, except when it's 3 a.m. and you remember you don't have children. These are tales of a spooky children. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is a Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. This is Christina. And this is MJ. Hi. Oh, I'm and sorry. No, <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> and today we have a guest. Hi, I'm Desiree. I'm so sorry. This is my first time ever being on a podcast. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Listen, you can't mess up more than I do, so you're good. It's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding, MJ. Um, but yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about your TikTok, which is one of my favorite pages, and then you're working on a podcast. It's not out yet, right? Oh, no, it's not out yet. So I have a TikTok. I've been doing that since like July of last year. And my name on there is Counting Crop Circles. And thank you guys so much for saying that you like it. I appreciate it. I just talk about true crime and a bunch of weird things. Yesterday, I talked a little bit about human combustion, but... It's everything pretty much under the sun. It's very fun. Yes. Well, thank you. And today, today we're talking about creepy, creepy children's stories. And we've said this before on the podcast, but we are very suspicious of ghost children. Yes. Anything like having to do with the paranormal and children, I'm just like, that doesn't seem right. Like something's off. I don't trust you. Get away no, from me. No, I absolutely agree. I also think it's really weird how, like, whenever there's, like, a ghost child or, like, somebody who, like, a ghost, they're usually, like, from the older times. I'm suspicious also. Like, um, I know people have said, like, why don't they see people from, like, the 2000s? Like, yeah. Yeah. But before we get into the topic, I do have a listener story here. Ooh, it's pretty long, so let me get ready to read this. And as always, if you have a scary story that you, happened to you and you want us to read it on the podcast, feel free to send it into a spooky tales at gmail.com or uh, just DM it to us, um, any of our socials. This was sent in to us via email. And she says, hi, I'm sending you the story of my alleged ghost sighting. Happy face. <laughs> I was a middle school teacher about 12 years ago, and the school where I worked was an old building. One Friday afternoon, I was getting ready to leave for the day and ran into my friend next door, and she was leaving too. I remember it being Friday because we didn't offer after-school activities on that day, so it meant no kids should be hanging out in the building. Anyway, we were chatting in the hallway for a few minutes when she suddenly said, Look, there's a kid there. Ugh, kid. Oh my god, this was perfect because it's a kid ghost. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was not part of the story. That was me. (laughs) I have to specify. Back to the story. I turned and saw what looked like a six or seven year old child child standing about 20 feet from us. He was wearing a yellow t-shirt, jeans, and white sneakers. He looked light com- complected. Oh, like he had light skin or he was like glowing? I don't know. Mm, whatever. He looked light complected <laughs> and had brownish hair. He, he saw us looking at him and ran into the nearby restroom. 
I thought that he might have come from uh, the school across the street because he looked younger than the kids we had in our school, or he was a co-worker's kid. Neither my friend nor I really recognized him, though. She said, go see who that is. We can't just leave and let him stay there. So I said, sure. That would be me. I'd be like, hey, hey go go investigate that. I'm going to stand right here. <laughs> I would be too. like, nope. <laughs> see, like, see, this is what, what's it called? Like, and like, it's the movies, you know, when you're watching a horror story and you're like, turn back. Why are you investigating? Get away. You're going to get yourself <laughs> killed. This is, you know, this is what you kind of, you got to do in real life scenarios. Yes. Just turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as soon as she, or sorry, as soon as you walked into the restroom, you had to go around a wall that divided the entrance from the facilities. I walked to that area and the kid wasn't there. The stalls were all open, so he couldn't have been hiding in any of them. There was no other doors or even windows from which he could have exited. I felt a chill, and as I was walking out, I swear I heard a noise coming from one of the sinks, like a faucet being opened. I peeked back, and still, no kid in sight. I walked back out and asked my friend if the kid had left, thinking he could have somehow snuck past me without me noticing. She said she hadn't seen him walk out, and I told her he wasn't in there either. I told her to go in and see for herself, which she did. Hell no. <laughs> she walked back out and said there was no no one in there. We decided to tell the office staff that we had seen a kid walking around, but that we had no idea where he had gone to. I asked around, and nobody had any idea who the kid might have been. As far as I know, there were never any child deaths or anything tragic like that in the school. So if it was a ghost, I have no idea why it would be bound to that place. As an epilogue of sorts, my friend knew one of the night security guards. And a few weeks after that incident, she mentioned the story to him. He said, sometimes I see a kid that looks like that running around here at night. But he's pretty shy and runs away. I like how chill the security guard is about it. Dude, if that were me, I would tell everyone. Every person would know about that ghost. Yeah. Right. Like, the security is just like, eh. eh. I yeah. see him sometimes. Like, sometimes oh, yeah. he has this like, spooky little friend who doesn't have a face, but it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's, to- it's totally chill. That's the, that's the normal part of my day, okay? <laughs> oh, that, that's my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how people do that. I don't know how people just chill with that. Yeah, with that information, just don't tell anyone. The story I have is super short. Um, I changed last minute to the one because we we've shared like a similar story to the one I was going to tell, which is about a kid in a road. And there's so many of those. I was like, they I really want something are. different. Yeah, they're everywhere. So this is from Ciudad Mexico. Um, what's that in English? Mexico City. Mexico City. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's about the soccer stadium, uh, Estadio Azteca. Mm-hmm. The stadium is huge. It's the largest stadium in Mexico. So many games have been played there, um, mm-hmm. you know, from like Mexican soccer league games, World Cup games, Copa America. I like soccer, but I'm going to say I'm talking about the stadium, except I mean, I'm going to mention it. It seats 87,523 people. Holy shit. That's huge. That's a massive stadium. Yeah. And during... I think it was a Mexican soccer game, Liga Mix. There was, uh, legend tells that there was a game in the 1970s. And somehow, I don't know how, a stampede of people just, like, occurred. Like, people just, like, ran down the stadium. And during the stampede, one 10-year-old boy was crushed to death while he was looking for his dad. And, um, very sad. 
But now, janitors, employees, and soccer fans all claim to see this little boy. They say that he walks up to you asking to find, asking for help to find his dad. But before anyone's like, yeah, let me help you, buddy. He disappears. Like, just, he's don't, no one can find him again. And um, he's also said to be roaming around on nights when the stadium is empty. There's a clip of a, I don't remember if it's TV Azteca or Univision, one, one of the Spanish channel TV news people there at the stadium. And I don't know why they're there at night. And during the recording, like just like a little boy runs by and you can see it as clear as day. It's just like this black shadow just passes by because they're like in the hall and the hall's dark. And then it leads out to where all the seats are. And it's not as dark out there because it's still like um, almost I want to say it was like evening time, you know, when the sun's setting, but you can still see. Mm-hmm. And you could see like as clear as day, just like a little boy runs by. But they were the only ones in the stadium that day. So oh weird. My God. No, no. That like literally yeah. scared me. Like I had the image in my head and I was like, oh, God, like I'm like freaking out over here. <laughs> I'm going to share no, that like- clip because I just saw it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I want to see that. That's so sad. It is sad and scary. Like very. Okay, so my turn and like I was like searching up stories last night and then I was like I was telling Christina before recording, I was like, why am I searching up? I got plenty. I got plenty of stories. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. I just want to share some creepy things kids say because Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the kids be saying the weirdest shit. Like one time back when my stepson was like four. He used to tell me all the time that he was really secretly um, a hundred year old man who used to live in the sky (laughs) and like his training was done. And so then he was like chilling down here because he trained to be on earth. I was weird. (laughs) But he kept this 100-year-old man. I remember like, that. Didn't he, like, do it not too long ago? Like, back when we first started the yeah, podcast? Yeah, um, <laughs> up until, like, two years ago, he stopped doing it. But, yeah. Oh, he, you know, I think you've mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he was, like, later, we'd be like, how old are you? And he's like, um, seven. And then he'd be like, no, wait, okay, here I'm seven. But really, I'm 107 years old. That's <laughs> oh That's really cool. Like reincarnation, so there's strange. so many kids who have so many stories like that. They have so many yeah. stories. There was this guy, um, I think it was in like 2010 or something. This little kid um, insisted that he was an old Hollywood actor. And he was able to like name off the name of the street that he lived on and the name of his former children. Like it's just uh, really, that's so really weird. fascinating. I like, I don't. Hope that my kid does that, but like it's really cool. I think it's really cool. <laughs> it's weird, but yeah, it's fun to read about. But if 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 like my stepson had had like, specifics, like more specifics than that, I would be freaked out. Oh, for sure. I, I can't imagine actually like living that. It's like like you said, fun to listen about and like read about. But once it actually happens to you, that's kind of when like shit hits mm-hmm. the fan. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's so different. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Uh, my daughter used to tell me she had a pink house by the beach, and she was <laughs> very specific on the pink house. And I was like, "Do you know where? Like, let's go. <laughs> Where's your house? Do you have the keys?" No. And she was like, "It's a pink house. It's by the beach. And let's go right now, mom." And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, where? <laughs> what?" 
She, I was like, you must have been a very flamboyant person in your past life. Like, I, I can imagine her as a little old lady or something, you know, having that, like, outfit with the, what is it called? That I just killed my husband outfit. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, oh, no. her nails done, makeup, all, you know, viejita, and then, like, with the martini in her hand and her pink cows. <laughs> That's how I imagine her. I was like, whatever. <laughs> Like, you ain't got any of that money left over. <laughs> right. Um, here's some other creepy things kids have said that I found just on Reddit, different Reddit threads. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to post a link, so I'm not going to mention any of the usernames because it'll be on our in our website. Here's one. I heard the one-year-old's high chair move even though nobody was near it. I asked the three-year-old, what was that? And he said, while pointing to the chair, what is she doing here? <laughs> that's a no that's so spicy i like it the attitude though what is she doing here right the backstory here's a here's another creepy one my co-worker's four-year-old daughter always thought that the rattling of water pipes in the kitchen cupboards were white wolves and the sound always scared her one day she was sitting at the kitchen table and she said mom the white wolves aren't bad they're our friends her mom encouraged the idea by saying, yes, the white wolves are protecting us. They're our friends. And then her daughter added in, they're friends, but not the man who crawls on the floor and stands by my bed. Oh, what? hell no. That's <laughs> when you go buy some sage. Yeah. Not, nope. <laughs> not today. <laughs> it reminds me of like, have you guys seen the videos of that girl whose family owns the house from The Conjuring? No, I can't say I have. Oh, there's a girl on TikTok, and her family owns the Conjuring house, and she goes and just films videos in there. And mm-hmm. there's a bunch of drawings because it used to be a preschool of what they used to call the black oh. woman. Yes, I, I have seen, seen it. You, you, you need to sh- wait. I need a what? Yeah. I have never. Now I'm interested. No, you have to watch them, dude. Like, it's, is it on? Is it on YouTube? Yeah, um, um, I'm sure. I'm sure they have a bunch of stuff. Probably, yeah. And what is it? What is it? What is not it? look up the crooked neck lady, uh, um, the Conjuring House. I'm sure something will pop up. If you if you just probably Google the Conjuring House TikTok girl, it'll probably show up. No, I mean like how fascinating has it ha- like to have your family own that house? I'd never go in, but like <laughs> just I would not either. Say that your family owns it. It's a beautiful house, though. Yeah, but it's just I can't. Like it kind of, it's an old cabin. Like it just looks like an I old mean, cabin. I kind of would. I wouldn't go in there. No. <laughs> Not, nope. Here, I have, I have one more. My eldest son, when he was about four, used to tell me that when he couldn't sleep, an old man would come and sit with him and tell him stories. Not every night, but once or twice a week. This would happen for almost a few months. The old man would tell him about cows and tractors. I asked if he scared him, and he said no, that he was just nice and just wanted to keep him company until he fell asleep. Fast forward to looking through photos with mom, and my son gets excited and points out the old man who talks to him while he falls asleep. It was my mother's father who passed away when she was 18. He was a dairy farmer. That one's cute, but a little scary. Yeah. I feel like that's like Mm -hmm. the most plausible thing. It's just like a bunch of family coming and visiting. Yeah. Oh, I will say when me and my twin, when we were like two or three at most, my mom's grandpa had passed away. 
she was, you know, over here and she was like, you know, illegally here. So she couldn't in the United States is what I mean by here. And so she couldn't go back to Mexico to visit. So we had never seen him. We had never met him, though. We had seen pictures of him. But the night he passed away, the next day, we uh, my mom had put up like her little what's it called like it's like a little table with just like his picture and some candles like an almost oh, like an offering nice. table yeah yeah like the one you put up for the other muertos but it was mm-hmm. it was just because he had just passed away and then we were like oh hey we saw him last night he just came to say that he wanted to meet us and then he left and um, <laughs> and my mom was like oh okay so she wasn't scared of anything because you know it was her grandpa but yeah i forgot that happened <laughs> that she told us that happened <laughs> that's I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes that um, you could actually call on your ancestors for help. And that's something I firmly believe. Firmly believe. Oh, I absolutely, I 100% believe that. Because, I mean, if you're, that goes into like a whole different conversation. But I mean, like you got time while you're up there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in the afterlife, go help people. What are you going to do, Grandpa? Nothing. Come help me. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Come help me. <laughs> Come fix my hot mess of a life. <laughs> help me get my shit together. <laughs> One time we were driving from, I want to say it was Oakland to Modesto. And I don't know what happened. We went past by like this, you know how the freeways have like this overpass where people walk, either walk or it's just another freeway like on top to get like an exit or something. We passed by like a little bridge like that. And something happened where our windshield like basically exploded. I don't know if there was someone up there or something hit a, hit the windshield and it just exploded. And my mom like lost control of the car and it was like going in circles. My dumbass brother, because we were like in, we were in high, middle school probably. Yeah. So he, yeah, he was maybe nine. We were 11. I don't know. But his idiot self un- undid his seatbelt because he was scared, I guess. He wanted to hug my mom. I don't know. Wrong move, but whatever. He... He should have died, honestly. See, he, un- he undid his seatbelt. Like, not that I want him to die, but like, how was he alive after that? He undid his seatbelt, stood up. We were going fast because it, there was no traffic, surprisingly. And so, I don't know. We were going at least, um, I mean, I'm sure the speed limit was like 70 and we were going like 85. But so, and then my mom was like spinning in circles and he un- undid his seatbelt, hugged my mom. And, and yeah, he, nothing happened to him. I'm like, how? And my mom swears that she thinks my, her grandpa was protecting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds um, very um, dangerous. I'm very surprised he got out of that completely like unscathed. Yeah. yeah that's why I'm like a firm believer that ancestors come help you. Cause that's also what they say. Like whenever you need a prayer, even if you're like not extremely religious or anything, call on your ancestors. Um, can I, I've heard can, that. Um, so can I kind of talk about something that's a little bit darker? It's not like I'm okay with talking about it. But um, when I was like 19, yeah. my neighbor – or not my neighbor. My roommate um, was killed in our apartment. And oh. um, going back to the whole protecting ancestors thing, that was the day that I flew to California to see my family. It happened a few hours after wow. I left. Wow. wow yeah and it's just like Ooh. that's why that is i completely believe that there has to be somebody looking out for you i was also like, yeah. one of those people who went and tried to talk to everybody in the living room in the common areas um so i feel like i would have run into her boyfriend that was what happened her boyfriend came in and um, 
killed her and her friend. And <gasps> it was a whole ordeal. And I'm really thankful I wasn't there. But there's definitely, I feel like somebody who's on my side being like, all right, you're gonna not be here. <laughs> Yeah, like get out. Like it's and it's like yeah. weird. Like that reminds me of like the people who were supposed to be on the planes on nine eleven, and oh, they're yeah. like, "Oh, but I overslept." Oh, oh my god! My yeah. alarm, or I put my alarm and it didn't go off for whatever reason. I overslept. Mm-hmm. That's what that reminds me of. No, absolutely. This is just like, yeah, it's like someone looking out for you for sure. Yeah. Sorry, that was kind of a bomb. <laughs> that was that was interesting. I, I yeah, mean, it was dark, but. It goes to prove our point that the the ancestors, there's always someone looking out for you. I I'm firm believer in that. But yeah, those are the sto- that's all I had for my notes. Okay, so uh, I guess I'll go. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna interrupt you this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, as I was saying before, before I was interrupted by Christina. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I was like searching the web, but I was like, I have my own like coast children type thing story so it's it's kind of long i have a few so you know like these things anything having to do with kids just terrifies me like there's this element that like uh, that just doesn't sit right with me and like you know you see like adult ghosts yeah. and you're like yeah whatever but it's the children like the child aspect of it that i'm like something's not right so um, yeah. I have a few. Uh, my first like encounter with this was when I was pregnant with my son. I constantly felt little hands grabbing my legs and pulling my um my my like my hair. And if any moms there with long hair, Ooh. you know, if you have long hair and toddlers, you know what I mean. Like when they want your attention, or sometimes they just like run up behind you and start pulling on your hair or like grabbing your leg. It felt like something wanted my attention. And it happened again when I was pregnant with my my daughter. Um, the the leg grabbing, the hand grabbing, the pulling of my hair. It felt like you know, like mom, like pay attention to me, pick me up type thing. And it was like little hands. Oh and my god, happened- that's creepy. Did it did it happen like all the, t- all the no, time or just like at day, night? Or- like all day. I'd feel like someone. You know how it feels like when someone's wow. messing with you and you get your hair pulled. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like um. I would feel that, but, like, being tugged from, like, the bottom, like, you know, like, little hands, like, someone, like, short pulling at my hair from the bottom. So, and I felt that with both kids, and it was, like, it started, and with both, it started happening when I was around, like, three, four months pregnant, all the way until I gave birth. So it was like constant almost every day. And I would feel it like something like, you know, someone like touching me, like little hands touching me and like pulling my hair, wanting my attention. It was weird. So I moved to the to the city and the place I'm currently living in back in 2013. It was literally the day after my son's birthday. Um, He was like barely turned two and we were like, let's move, gotta move. So we threw the like, we threw a birthday party for our son at our, at our old place. And towards the end of the night, we were like, let's take the gifts that we have to our new place. So we went and a few of our friends came with us to check out the new place. I set down this gift bag of several of them in my son's room. Like in the middle of it, I was like, we don't have any furniture. I'm just going to set it here. Me and my friends, uh, we went and we were like, hey, like, look, let's check out our new place, you know? So we were giving them a little tour, which wasn't even a tour. It's an apartment, but you know what I mean? And then we were all in like, like the living room and this 
to to clarify, one of the gift bags um, ha- was like an electronic gift bag where it's like you push a button and it lights up and sings happy birthday. So that was like set in the middle of the room and this thing starts going off. No one's in the room and, and the little button that you have to push, it was like, you know, you needed some force because my son tried to my son who was two at the time tried to do it. He couldn't do it. So he'd be like, mom, can you press it for me? And I was like, okay, fine. So it starts going off by itself. The lights are shining on this little like gift bag and it's singing happy birthday. And it only happened once and that's it. So that one was, and we were all like, we were in like the living room. Cause you could see like the, the room far from our living room. We were like, what the hell? And then it just turned off and never came wow. back on. So um, the following day, we were again moving a few things back into our new place. And we, I started, uh, my cousin came and helped us. And we were um, moving the big furniture that day. And we set some stuff in the same room, in my son's room, that with the gift bags. And me and him, uh, at, at this point, like nobody else is here with us. It's just me and him. He just finished bringing some furniture up. And we hear a little, like, kid laughing, like, giggling in my son's room. And we were looking at each other. We're like, did you hear that? And he's like, I heard it. Did you? I was like, yes, the fuck I did. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, uh, and then there was a point in time, which I didn't even write in my notes, but they, uh, my cousin left to get more furniture. So I was alone in the house. And it happened again. I was like, I would have. I was alone in like on my apartment. I was like, oh my god! Like, hurry the fuck up! And I was like, I remember being so fucking scared. And there was a point in time too, like later that day, they like because we have an in and out, like like maybe like a three minute drive from 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 my place. And they were like, let's go get some in and out. And there I was, like alone again. No. Because I had to like, like, uh, oh my god, I had to like put everything away. <laughs> there was like this huge mess of like moving, you know, boxes and furniture and cabinets and all this stuff all over the place. I was like, okay, I'll fix everything while you guys just leave me alone here. Jeez, I had canceled my lease. <laughs> like, ah. Um, and you know, and like the, and and I'm still living here, by the way. And this place, um, many people have different experiences. On multiple occasions from the corner of my eye, I see a figure that looks like a child. There have been times. So this is like when my I only Fuck had my that. son. Um, <laughs> there was times where I'm like, I see like a little kid, like pitter and pitter patter, like running around in my apartment from the corner of my eye. And I, I used to chase it thinking it was my oh, son. Like, hell no. And then and I'd be like, I'd call my son's name out. And he'd be like, behind uh, me, like, mom, I'm over here. I'm like, oh, oh God. And it happened multiple times. It I don't think it happened since my since my daughter's been born, but there's other things that happen ever since she's been born. Um I have a niece and nephew too that are my nephew is the same age as my son and my niece is the same age as my daughter. It just worked out that way. They're like a few months apart, like on both like all four of them. Yeah, that is really <laughs> Yeah, so so they each That's have so their fun. own little like friend, you know? And Whenever my niece and nephew come over, there's always this like residual energy of kids, you know, like you, when they leave, you could, you, you, you know what I mean? Like when you have a lot of kids over and it's like chaos and then 
all of a sudden there's silence. You know what I'm talking about? And almost every time they come over, you hear toys going off in the toy section where my kids are no longer there. And it's only ever when all four of them get together, start playing, having so much fun. And it feels like there's like this energy or this like child, you know, childlike energy that really is enjoying that. And it keeps it going even after everything's calmed down after my niece and nephew left. So you often hear like, like someone searching through the toys or like, Oh my God, why are you still living there? (laughs) Or electronic toys going on and off. Yeah. So, and then also again, my cousin who um, was helping us move, he, he stayed up with us for a while and he was a, at night he would hear like scratching in our um in our living room closet uh, or like someone oh like tapping it and uh <sighs> and he would hear like like someone again going through the toys in the toy area and he would tell me all the time like hey you know like i heard this i heard this toy go off i heard this and that so it was like you know it was other people aside from me that was experiencing hearing it. Yeah. And, um, and actually, you know, like even to this day, I hear mom being yelled out like mom, like really loud. I go and check and my kids are like, mom, no one called you. Oh man. And, um, it, and about two weeks ago, which you remember how I told that story about the shadow person crawling on my ceiling. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so like a few days before that I saw, uh, like it was, I was laying down, so it must have been like around seven, six o'clock at night. I was talking to a friend on the phone, and I see a the shadow of a child run into my room and then dive under the bed. And I was like, "Oh, it's one of my kids." I go check. My kids are not like like they were both in the living room watching TV, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just see?" Like, what the hell's going on? Oh, my God. Well, wow. Sure like, but also having kids probably eggs that on a little bit more because if it is like a yeah. child spirit, they're probably so excited yeah. to have, like, more kids around. Yeah. And, and I think, like, that's the thing. And and someone someone was telling me that I have maternal energy and that, like, since I already see stuff that maybe, like, children's spirits or anything that got stuck in a childlike mindset follows me around oh i'm sure i'm sure that could be it wow that could be it like i could Mm -hmm. be like you know i'm not mom but i have mom energy and i have i could already like kind of see things so they're like you know like like attached to me like i'm their mother or something yeah that's what that's what someone told me. I was like, wow, um, <laughs> wow. Still no, know, though. I'm gonna tone down the mom energy. <laughs> tone down the mom energy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Mom, who's that? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my husband's kids. Not my. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Those are my baby daddy's kids. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> I don't take care of them. I'm just chilling here, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You started keeping me out. And now I'm, like, looking. I keep looking on um, 
Because I had the door open. Because and Mateo's gonna like walk <laughs> in any minute, but I just keep looking so he doesn't scare me this time. Oh, last yeah, time we were recording, right. he was like he was doing like... his nap, and he just like walked by, and I was like, ah. it was him. <laughs> he was like, surprise, mom. <laughs> And it definitely doesn't help that you guys talk about spooky things. And <laughs> so my son is, he is scary a little bit, just a little bit. Um, just a little bit, just a smidge, yeah, not just too a much. Tiny bit just because, a um, since he was like little, little, like maybe six, seven months, he would start playing with nothing. Like he would go reach and grab and say hi to what seemingly was nothing and oh, he's man. just oh continued gosh. that and it's gone through every house that we've been in and now that he's three it's just rubbed up even more and I think it was like a few months ago we were sitting in the living room and he was looking at something and he started saying scared scared no and um would point and just point at nothing but also, he's just, he started pointing at nothing, and he'd be like, baby, baby. Or um, he would point at my stomach Ooh. and say, baby. He would, uh, just really weird things. And this house, I don't know exactly what the history of it is. It's kind of like, uh, not necessarily like a mobile home, but it's just, it's a very weird house. It's very small, and um, it was built in like the 90s, so it's not that old. But like... I know that it was kind of like a, I don't want to say like a, a drug house, but I don't know what else to call it. There, it definitely, I don't know if what happened here. And my kid will just start talking to nothing. He'll start getting afraid of nothing. I've seen shadows while I've been sitting in the living room. And because my husband's gone so much because of the military, I'm by myself with my kids 90% of the time. So it's not like in a, it's not anybody else. Like no other person is in my house. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just, we've always had really scary stuff like that happen. I, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> it's very weird. And we've lived in so many different places and it, whatever it is keeps following us. I think it's family. My son is named after like my husband's, grandfather and um they're a lot alike they actually had the same nickname and we didn't realize it until like a few months ago we would call my son monkey because he's just jumping off everything being insane and so um (laughs) i guess that was his grandfather's name his nickname too and so i think personally that it's like his grandfather just coming over and saying hello and I'm not really afraid of it, but it's just, it's still a little jarring every once in a while to mm-hmm. have stuff like that happen. It definitely doesn't help that, like, also, when I was younger, I used to go and hang out in cemeteries. <laughs> like, definitely. Same. You did? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Well, not me. <laughs> all right. Well, yes. I'm the same then. Uh, and yes. so, like, I'm just nervous that it's like, what if it was like a... I don't know, somebody who attached themselves to me because when I was a teenager, stuff like that used to happen all the time. I had stuff sitting down next to my head when I was sleeping, like on the mattress, I would hear the mattress go down 
<gasps> the same thing with me in high school. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, like, because I had my first experience with shadow people in high school, and ever since then, they've been a common reoccurrence in my life. So I would actually hear there was this. Oh my god, there was this one time, and um, I, I had moved from. Okay, so th- those listeners, uh, the house that I experienced the Hat Man, not that one. I had moved afterwards to another house. Um, still going to the same school, but in that house, it was I was having a sleepover, me and two friends. And the blinds just, like, someone smacked the blinds. And then you saw a dip in the damn bed. Us three freaked out. We ran out of the damn room. Oh, no. And it's always worse when there's, like, more than Mm -hmm. one person who can, like, um, attest to what you saw. Confirm. It's not just my imagination. I feel like that's eight times as worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the bed dipping all the time. Uh, it's scary. It's so wow. scary because it's like that's when it's like real. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, it's my kids, and it's not. It's no one there. You both must be like beacons for um, spirits. Things seem to be fo- following both of you. I know. <laughs> I'm just like she's 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 fun. Let's say hi. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like with your spirit, like I don't know. There's so much to be said about like. The afterlife, uh, what it's like after where we live, uh, after we leave what we think is like the physical planet. I wonder what happens. Like, <laughs> so if they have time, I, I would be bothering everyone. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna right. be like looking at my grandchildren. Like, really, you're doing that? <laughs> really? <laughs> my kids too. Just so you, just so my kids know. Once I pass away, I don't care if you're 60 or 70, I'm going to be like... It's on? No, no seas pendejo. As soon as you die, it's like fair game. Yeah. (laughs) Don't embarrass me and my, like, afterlife friends. Okay, kids? And grandkids and (laughs) great-grandkids. Yeah, stuff like that always still happens. And I'm really nervous about once my son starts actually talking more and going kind of back to what you said about your stepson... Kids are really scary. <laughs> Kids aren't. Yeah, man. They be saying weird ass shit. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> One time, and this was like, I was like two, maybe two or three. No, no. Because he's at his mom's right now. So maybe a month and a half ago, he was like, I can't sleep in my room because like the voices keep telling me things. And I was like, what no, the fuck, man? So I let him sleep. I let him sleep in our room. I was like, yeah, just hang out in here. <laughs> voices um yeah come in here it's okay (laughs) oh yeah and like i haven't set foot in his like he left and i need to grab his laundry from in there and i just haven't gone back (laughs) have your husband do it just be like no you're doing it if someone's gonna get if the ghost is gonna get someone it's you not me (laughs) it's gonna be kyle (laughs) (laughs) no remember what we said like last episode uh i think it was last year the one before last like you don't have to be fast. You just don't have to be last. <laughs> Make sure. Oh, right. Because we were laughing at imagining my pregnant ass just like running away from something. Exactly. So make sure <laughs> Kyle is closest to like his bedroom. I wonder Are if I can still that? outrun him. Yes. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Thank you. To our listeners, I'm sorry you can hear my child crying probably. I don't know. But uh, if you, I don't know, if you see like a child and you don't have children in your home, don't follow it. <laughs> you yeah, know what? Just like if you see anything, just turn the other way. Just 
turn around. Yeah, just go there. Just move. Just pretend it didn't happen and just turn around. Like, you know, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, make sure we'll, – we'll put the link to um, – Desiree's TikTok, but make sure you follow her. It's a great page. And uh, stay as spooky. We'll catch everyone next week. Now I'm going to go grab my crying child. Bye. Bye. Bye.